Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Empower me. Wow. Wisdom over wounds. February 3rd. Becoming the filth of the world. We have been made as the filth of the world. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. These words are not an exaggeration. The only reason they may not be true of us who call ourselves ministers of the gospel is not that Paul forgot or misunderstood the exact truth of them, but that we are too cautious and concerned about our own desires to allow ourselves to become the refuse or filth of the world. Fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ. That's found in Colossians 1 verse 24. Is not the result of the holiness of sanctification, but the evidence of consecration being separated to the gospel of God. Romans chapter 1 verse 1. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. 1 Peter 4 and 12. If we do think the things we encounter are strange, it is because we are fearful and cowardly. We pay such close attention to our own interests and desires that we stay out of the mire and say, I won't submit. I won't bow or bend. And you don't have to. You can be saved by the skin of your teeth if you like. You can refuse to let God count you as one who is separated to the gospel. Or you can say, 
I don't care if I'm treated like the filth of the world. As long as the gospel is proclaimed, a true servant of Jesus Christ is one who is willing to experience martyrdom for the reality of the gospel of God. When a moral person is confronted with contempt, immorality, disloyalty, or dishonesty, he is so repulsed by the offense that he turns away and in despair closes his heart to the offender. But the miracle of the redemptive reality of God is that the worst and the vilest offender can never exhaust the depths of his love. Paul did not say that God separated him to show what a wonderful man he could make of him, but to reveal his son in me. That's found in Galatians 1 verse 16. Wow, what a simple word. Paul said, God had not separated him to show what a wonderful man he could make him. Oh, what a wonderful woman God can make you. But to reveal his son in us. Lord, empower me. Give me the wisdom to understand how to be humble enough so that the miracle of redemption and the reality of God may be revealed in me to the vilest offender. Father, I thank you for your message today called Becoming the Filth of the World. 1 Corinthians 4 Verse 13, we have been made as the filth of the world. Nobody wants to think about themselves as being made the filth of the world. But that's what he's saying. Verse 8 says, already you have all you want. Already you have become rich without us. You have become kings and would that you did reign so that we might share the rule with you. For I think that God has exhibited us apostles as last of all, like men sentenced to death because we have become a spectacle to the world. We have become a spectacle to angels and to men. But we are fools for Christ's sake. But you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we disrepute. 
To the present hour we hunger and thirst. We are poorly dressed and buffeted, which means to be beaten over and over again and homeless. And we labor working with our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we entreat. We have become and are still like the scum of the world, the refuse of all things. Can that really be said about us? Can that really be said that we do these things? That when people hate us, we forgive them anyway? It's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 through 13. This is the word of the Lord. And today, as we consider and look at this, it's important that we understand the subject matter Paul is addressing here. That scripture again, 2 Corinthians 4.13. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Paul's words here, and since we have the same spirit of faith, are speaking of the same type of faith as his readers. He has been showing that the position of the apostles' face because of their faith such as being hard-pressed, yet not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, and more is one based on faith. Further, the purpose of such desperate straits was for the sake of instilling faith in the Christian converts. It is this same spirit of faith that Paul is referring to, whether it is faith in distress or faith resulting from that distress, they shared in a unity of faith in the same message. Therefore, because the faith of the apostles was for the same end goal as for that of those they shared it with, Paul cites the reason. Remembering that the reason is what resulted in their many distresses. That reason is found in the Old Testament Psalms. Paul says, According to what is written, I believed, and therefore I spoke. This is a line from the 116th Psalm. It speaks of a person who was in great trials and afflictions, just as the apostles were. And yet he knew that God would hear his supplications despite those afflictions. He had not been abandoned by the Lord, but rather the trials were simply allowed by the Lord for his 
purposes. Let me say that again. The trials were simply allowed by the Lord for his purposes. Likewise, the trials and afflictions of the apostles were not something which demonstrated that the Lord didn't care about them or their message. Rather, it demonstrated exactly the opposite. These hardships were ordained by the Lord. And because of this, he says, we also believe and therefore speak. Knowing that these difficulties were a part of the Lord's purpose for them, they were all the more emboldened to speak. It made them stronger. Their faith in Christ was unshaken by them. Read these first 10 verses of the 116th Psalm and mentally put the apostles in the place of the author and you will see what Paul is proclaiming. He says, I love the Lord. Paul is proclaiming. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. The pains of death surrounded me and the pangs, P-A-N-G-S, of Sheol laid hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. Oh, Lord, I implore you, deliver me. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple or the simple-minded. I was brought low and he saved me. Return to your rest, O oh my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore I spoke. I am greatly afflicted. This is Psalms 116, 1 through 10. Like Job's friends, people in the world tend to look at hardships, difficulties, trials, and losses as meaning a person is not in God's favor. The reciprocal is then believed to be true. When things are going well and all is peachy, it is perceived that God must really favor that person. This is shallow at best and hardly conveys the message of the word of God. Often hardships are used by the Lord for his purpose and they have nothing to do with his disfavor. Let me say that again. Often hardships are used by the Lord for his purpose and often has nothing to do with his disfavor favor through good times and bad 
Be sure to praise the Lord and look for his hand in what is resulting from the situation as it unfolds. To my friends, my family, my loved ones, my co-workers, my acquaintances that are going through challenges right now, that feel like God has left us like the scum of the earth. We have so many examples in the word where God used those situations. We quote all the time from the pit to the palace, down in the dungeon, and then when the time was right, all of a sudden he was brought to the palace. So many examples, even with David thrown in the Daniel thrown into the lion's den. And that Lord shut the mouth of those ferocious, hungry lions and they saw an angel in there with a sword. And he was able to lay on them like, like a pillow. I could give you one example after another. Even times when it looked like Jezebel was going to kill the prophet. And he ran and hid. Scared. Got out there in the wilderness and was weak and weary. And God sent an angel to make him a cake. Make him something to eat when his heart stooped low. God is looking at us when we stoop low. Father, we tend to look at hardships, difficulties, trials, and losses as a dis demonstration of how we don't have your favor. We also look at good time and prosperity as a sign that you truly love us. But your word often shows that it is otherwise. Lord, help us to not become dispirited in times of trials, nor braggarts or boastful in times of ease. Rather, help us to accept our lot where you have us at this time, based on our faith in Jesus Christ, knowing that if we have received him, then whatever our situation is, Good or bad, ugly or sad. It has become about because you love us. Lord, give us wisdom over all of our wounds, over all of our challenges, over all of our trials, Lord. When they consider us the filth of the world, it's only because we follow your instructions. And they killed us. And they forsook us. They threw your servants in with lions and had them killed. Beat. Struggle. But yet, Lord, you never left us nor forsake us. So today, Father, I want to thank you for all the challenges that you've carried me through, for all of the hardships that I've come through, only knowing that without you, I would not have made it. For those on my line today that are going through something right now, you need to put your hand in God's hand. And no, don't guess. Know that he will bring you through whatever situation you're going through. You are helping us. Know the difference. 
Father, sometimes the greatest thing we've gone through carries our greatest anointing. So, Father, today, whoever is on this line, if this word blesses you at all, and you're on a subscription channel, click like and subscribe. That would truly bless me. If you're looking for any of these other messages, they are found on most podcast channels under Empower Me. Wow. Wisdom over wounds. I don't come on here to make anybody happy, shout or dance, but to give you what thus said the Lord. And this is what he gave me today. The topic today is becoming the filth of the world. Found in 1 Corinthians 4.13. We have been made as the filth of the world. Lower. Lower but still. Rewarded as kings and queens. In the kingdom of God. So Father I thank you that anyone who has special needs or special requests. Send me a message. Please be respectful in your messages. Please don't send me anything that would be disrespectful. Well, to my husband, I am married. If you send me something disrespectful, I will not answer you. Send me an emoji, high five, thumbs up. I would love to hear from you. So playing also simultaneously on these podcasts is several more of my podcasts, but the one that I'm sponsoring is called The Drill Sergeant Series, Making Jewels. I refer to them as nuggets of gold for fiery trials. They will truly bless you because they were birthed during a time where God was carrying me through some of these dungeons. Out of the pit of despair, sickness and disease, grief and loss, God rolled me back on my feet. And I'm so thankful to the Lord for that. So remember me in prayer and I'll remember you. Go with God and let God make you stronger than you've ever been in your life. Receive his training. Receive his knowledge today. In your son Jesus' name. I want you to know one thing. I truly love you and this is Sister Barbara. Bye-bye.